1: We're now joined by LAFC head coach, Bob Bradley. Bob will
2: start with some opening remarks and then we'll open it up for questions. Bob, take it away.
3: Thank you. Um, I'm sorry. I'm a little late. Um, Part of what we've managed lately is making decisions on the best place to train given air quality. So today was a day where uh, we met at the performance center, but Uh, with Sean and Gavin staying on top of air quality numbers, we moved our training to the stadium. Uh, And so we're lucky that we've been able in a few different occasions on days where the air quality was particularly bad around uh, the training facility to to do that. So uh, it's one more thing that we need to stay on top of during a, a crazy period. Uh, thought we had a good training session today, worked on some things. Generally, uh, we came out of the Portland game in a good way. Some positives, always a few things that we see that we want to continue to work on. But uh, now we prepare for uh, a really good game again in Seattle.
2: Thanks, Bob. Uh, first question of the day from Kevin Baxter. Kevin, go ahead and unmute yourself.
4: Hey, Bob. Thanks for doing this. Hope you're doing well. Um, I wanted to ask you a little bit about the schedule, not to get you in any kind of trouble, but uh, it it seems a little wacky that you guys have to make two trips to Seattle in two weeks. Um, and, And, you know, you can look throughout the league. There's
2: a lot of questionable schedule issues. Given everything else you're dealing with,
4: the air quality, the number of games, the short turnarounds, how much does this affect you having to make this trip twice?
3: Uh, when there's so much going on what I try to get across to the team uh, and the and, uh, way how to handle things is just to focus on what you, you can control what we can control and schedule something we control so uh, just wait for the schedule to come out make sure everybody understands that we've got to be continuing to move ourselves forward as a team and leave it at that. Uh, There's enough to deal with already. So I, I, I understand the nature of your question. Believe me, I completely understand it, but I'm just going to say that our focus is just on the parts that we control, how we continue to improve as a team, things that we think need to be worked on and improved.
2: Very diplomatic. Thank you. Thanks, Kevin. Next question to Ariel Judas. Ariel, go ahead and unmute yourself.
3: Hello, can you hear me? Yes,
4: I can. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bob. Um, can you let us know a little bit about what's the situation with Carlos Vela, how he's doing, what he's doing on a daily basis, and when you expect him to have him back?
3: Uh, at the moment, Carlos is doing a little bit of late work on the field, uh, not with the team, uh, working hard with uh, Jason Hahn, our physical therapist, uh, working inside with different exercises that they have. Uh, with MCLs, it's tricky to try to give a time because even when you're doing all the work, uh, that feeling of instability in the knee depending upon how severe the tear was, uh, it just all takes time. So uh, he's still certainly weeks away because at the moment it's just individual work with Jason.
5: Thank you so much.
2: Thank you. Next question to Vince LaRosa. Vince, go ahead and unmute yourself.
3: Bob, you mentioned Uh, after the Portland game that
2: your team's play picked up when the tempo of the passing picked up. It seemed also that you guys were able to find ways to dribble better and carry the ball better. I wonder how those two
3: concepts work in conjunction when the team's working well. Sure. The ideas that we would work on in an attack are are certainly um, trying to play forward, playing on the right number of touches, We do try to create opportunities for our really good dribblers to go by people, to dribble inside. Uh, And so the fluidity that you're looking for comes from a mix of all those things. If the bar moves a little bit too far in any direction, then it can really throw things off. So if all of a sudden in the midst of dribbling and and taking touches. If you get away from the moments of playing one touch and two touch and three touch, and everybody takes four or five touches, takes extra time, uh, even the decision to dribble, if it takes too long, then the defender's waiting for you. So when we talk about speeding up the rhythm and speeding up the tempo, it's not simply with passing, it's with decisions, it's with reactions, it's with dribbling in the right moments, not dribbling into defenders, dribbling into space, creating uh, opportunities for other guys to then move forward. So uh, I think there was definitely a point in the first half where we saw a really good improvement in many of those areas.
2: Thanks, Vince. Next question to Salvador Perez. Salvador, go ahead and unmute yourself. Thanks, man. Hi, Bob. How are you? Good, Salvador.
6: Thank you. Uh, Bob, um, I just want to ask you about the confidence on Pablo Siniega uh, after the result against Portland Timbers. About the confidence on Pablo Siniega uh, to face Sanders. what can you tell us about that?
3: Uh, Pablo is still growing on the job. Uh, he got caught in between on the goal right before half. It all happened very quickly. Uh, if you look closely when the ball got played back to the porridge and we had a chance to move up a little bit, uh, it's actually a, the next pass that went to Villafana is the ball that Sifu was in really good position to intercept. But he was too focused just on the man, and the ball went right by him. Uh, Villafana cut inside, and there was then this moment where between Eddie and Cheeky. Um, are they going to hold the line or are they going to drop? The ball was played really well and Pablo was a little too anxious. He took a few steps out and that cost him. Had he uh, positioned himself and then as the ball got played, set his feet and been ready to actually back up, I'm certain it's a play that he would have made. What I liked was early in the second half on a lateral free kick, the confidence he showed to come out and punch in a strong way. And so... I think we always remind goalkeepers that if somehow in the first half uh, you've you, you let a play get away from you, uh, that there's going to be a moment in the second half where you're going to be called on and you've got to be ready. And, and so uh, we still think that Pablo is, as I said, improving and we continue to try to work on all those details.
6: Always starting in several right? Yes. Thank you, Bob.
2: Thank you. Next question to Charles Rome. Charles, go ahead and unmute yourself.
4: Thank you. And Thank you, Bob. Uh, I wanted to follow up on the, the air quality issue uh, and ask if you could explain a little bit of um, beyond the obvious, just how this affects the team, how this affects your preparation and uh, the, the normal routines that you, that you try to keep to.
3: For the most part, as I said earlier, Charlie, we're, we're quite lucky um, because the distance between the performance center in the stadium is not too bad. And we have an ability to quickly change if, if there's a difference between the air quality in the two places. Uh, when I'm driving in early in the morning, I always notice a, a difference when I get east of downtown. And depending upon the numbers, then we have to make a decision how we're going to handle it. Um, but it's it's a difficult issue for People up and down the West Coast. Uh, Portland has had real issues with the fires in Oregon. Uh, and then the smoke has moved up into Seattle and even in. Uh, it, it's, as I mentioned, it's one more thing that everybody is dealing with. Uh, the main concern in, in all of these moments is to have a bigger perspective than, than just what's going on with your team try to uh, see what's going on with the f- incredible firefighters, with the families who are, are faced with these uh, these dangerous fires. So we're thinking of everybody and because of our situation and because of the way Gavin and we've been able to stay uh, ahead of things.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you. And last question for Bob from Josue Lopez. Josue, go ahead and unmute yourself.
5: Hey, Bob. Thanks for your time. Um, You know, great victory last week. However, I'm curious, what are some areas of of improvement that you guys have been working on uh, for the game against
3: Seattle? And if Edward, is is he going to start the following game? I don't think Edward's ready to start yet. It was really good to get him him on the field last game. Uh, I think anybody who's... Heard me speak since I arrived. There's always a package of things that you work on. Um, there's the quality of your passing. There's spacing. There's positional play. Looking forward, creating advantages, you know, movements forward, reactions when the ball turns over. Uh, you know, the, the, the last time we played Seattle, certainly uh, the goal at the start of the second half, is the kind of situation where uh, we have opportunity to move up a little bit faster. If we had done that, I think uh, the flag would have gone up for Ladero being offside. Uh, when Ladero got the ball, the confidence to close him down faster so he just doesn't have a split second to put the ball behind. And then the ability for defenders, after you've moved up, to understand in certain moments that now, if the possibility is the ball is going behind you, is is to drop a little bit faster. Um, we still move up quickly as a team. That's part of the way we play in terms of trying to win balls in the second half and control the game that way. Uh, and then you have to have an ability in certain moments when there's no pressure on the ball and there's the potential of a guy from the other team running behind to drop faster and handle that. So those are small details that fit Seattle, but those are things that also fit the way we would work every week.
5: Thank you so much.
3: Good.
1: We're now joined by LAFC's Edward Atuesta. Reminder,
2: please use the raise your hand button um, for anybody that has a question. Edward, to start, do you want to talk about how you feel after, you know, getting in the game last match? One, how you're feeling, how how the confidence that you got from last match and how you guys are
1: preparing.
4: Bueno, un saludo. No, muy bien, muy bien, la verdad, eh, un partido muy complicado en el momento en que tuve que entrar, eh, íbamos 3-2, eh, pero pues gracias a Dios pude entrar bien en el ritmo del partido, no me costó, eh, y ayudar a compañeros sobre todo, eh, gracias a Dios pude aportar para ese último gol y sellar ya la victoria que, que nos estaba costando por momentos y tuvimos un par de sustos, pero pero la verdad muy bien. Ahora solo queda eh, hacer que esos tres puntos acá valgan mucho más y es ganando el siguiente partido. Eh, eh, intentar recuperar puntos que perdimos en fechas anteriores.
1: Thanks, Edward. We're going
2: to start with two questions in English and then the rest Spanish. We're gonna start with John Rojas. John, go ahead and unmute yourself.
6: Ben, I'm gonna uh, jump in and give the chance to another one in English.
2: Great, so, uh, so everybody who is in Spanish, please uh, lower your hands and for English, leave them up. All right, Edward, go ahead. You know. We're going to go straight to Spanish. Okay. All right. We're going to start with Edward Kawich, and then we're going to move on to John Rojas. Edward, go ahead and unmute yourself.
5: Edward, ¿qué tal? Buenas tardes. Gracias por tomar el tiempo de hablar con nosotros. Edward, ¿cuáles uh, cuál
1: son tus sentimientos al ver desde la banca el... Para ti,
4: ¿qué tan frustra en el momento? Bueno, pues obviamente lo sufría igual a a cualquier hincha, igual a a cualquiera de mis compañeros que estaba dentro de la cancha y los que estaban también en la banca. Y con mucha impotencia porque estar en la cancha y ayudar a sus compañeros, el poder jugar y el sentir que todavía no estás listo y que quisieras ya no sentir ese dolor de entrar a la cancha la verdad, era un poco frustrante y, pero pues bueno solo quedaba esperar a poder ver a mis compañeros y aportar desde lo que era dándoles ánimo eh, desde lo grupal desde el camerino y, y pues ya esperar a recuperarme para empezar a aportar desde mi juego, que es lo que eh, ya empezó a pasar desde el partido pasado.
5: Desde tu punto de vista, ¿cuál crees tú que ha sido la, el, el problema para tener esa consistencia en el equipo?
4: No, yo pienso que eh, han sido partidos complicados. Eh, aparte, tuvimos la baja, recuperamos, digamos, a Carlos... Eh, lo perdemos inmediatamente, también es un golpe anímico fuerte a, para todo el equipo, mientras lo superamos nos un poco, eh, es normal, es eh, nuestro líder futbolístico, y eso es un poco en, en, en ese clásico y en,
1: en, en los siete partidos, ahora...
4: Hubo que empezar a ver qué errores se iban cometiendo, eh, lo bueno es que ya tomamos ese aire, ya tomamos ese embrión anímico que necesitábamos para, para volver a agarrarnos esa confianza de, de que esto es el AFC y que estamos acostumbrados a, a ganar y a dominar cada partido y lo importante es eso, tener esa confianza de nosotros mismos con la humildad de que tenemos que salir a, a darlo todo en la cancha para para seguir dominando eh, de la manera en que queremos hacer. Gracias.
2: Thank you Edward. Next question goes to John Rojas. Jo, John, go ahead and unmute yourself.
6: Ah, uh, qué bueno te disfrutar de vuelta. Eh ¿Qué, qué, ¿Qué te pasa por la cabeza cuando sales del campo después de esos 12, 13 minutos y sientes es, es primero pensar en cómo se siente uno físicamente o ya se luchó para llegar a ¿Cuáles son esas sensaciones después de jugar de vuelta los primeros minutos inmediatamente? No, las sensaciones
4: son... Primero entras con, con esas ganas de, de querer ayudar al equipo, pero con esa incertidumbre de cómo... Cómo entrar en el ritmo del juego eh, después de más de un mes eh, de lesión eh, es una incertidumbre que, que se siente y más entrar en, en el nivel mismo de juego que estaba ese partido en esos momentos era era un reto bastante bastante complicado bastante difícil pero pues obviamente mis compañeros me ayudaron mucho Estaban corriendo también demasiado, entonces me, me arroparon en ese en ese momento y, y, y la sensación después fue de, primero agradecimiento a, a Dios, a los fisios que me, me ayudaron inmensamente a, a estar lo más rápido posible en óptimas condiciones y pues eh, ya después con mucha confianza al ver que el primer pase empieza a salir, a ver que cuando lanzas... Eh, Y jugaba un poco largo también, eh, lograba conectar con mis compañeros. Cuando intentaba tribular también eh, ganaba, entonces me fui cada minuto llenando de confianza hasta que eh, pues me sentía al 100% y como en el partido.
6: Vos decías ahora que no que no te ve para, para arrancar, para ser titular todavía, para tener paciencia. ¿Qué? Eh? el cuerpo, que es el que más te dictamina, ¿qué, qué te dice? ¿Qué te sientes en, en minutos, digamos, qué sientes en tu, en tu cuerpo que tienes?
4: No, pues, yo me siento al 100%, me siento muy bien eh, físicamente, pero eh, eso es en lo que uno no, no puede caer, o es el error y que uno no puede caer cuando viene una lesión. Eh, porque uno se puede emocionar y puede creer que que ya está para los 90 y que todo va a estar muy bien, pero puede retroceder uno en la lesión. Entonces, eh, lo mejor es ir poco a poco, ir en, en una ascendencia de minutos, eh, para que el cuerpo vuelva a tomar esa esa forma física, para que el pie vuelva a, a resistir ese estrés de los 90 minutos, eh, Y, y que la lesión no no, no retroceda además eh, es ir a un campo sintético que siempre te va a exigir un poco más entonces es mejor ser precavidos ser inteligentes porque todavía falta faltan muchas fechas para para terminar el campeonato
2: thank you and next question to Katia Castarena katia go ahead and unmute yourself
6: Thank you, Edward. Gusto saludarte. Eh, primero, lo que decías ahorita de, de cómo fue un golpe anímico el recuperar a, a Carlos y luego volverlo a perder. ¿Qué tanto crees que el equipo depende de lo que hace Carlos y también de lo que haces tú en el medio campo, siendo ese motor en, en ese sector que se vio cómo al equipo le costó y no llegaban los resultados?
4: Oh, pues nos afectó mucho. ya dije, es nuestro. Entonces, cuando lo recuperas en un clásico, eh, sientes ese, ese ánimo de que ya tienes a Carlos, por, por más que yo no hubiera podido jugar.
1: Eh, no se sintió tanto el que
4: yo no... De alguna forma, Carlos ya podía entrar. Pero cuando lo pierdes también, la lesión, aparte son dos cambios que, de jugadores que llevan poco más de dos años jugando eh, en, el, en el equipo entonces obviamente se va a sentir ahora, después tenemos jugadores con muchas capacidades que, que necesitan una adaptación y que, y que lo están haciendo de la mejor manera para para que esa sincronía empiece a andar eh, rápidamente y efic- que todo está en, en, en el trabajo que, que ellos pueden eh, hacer para engranar rápidamente y lo lo han venido haciendo de de muy buena manera.
2: And next question to Enrique. Enrique, go ahead and
5: unmute yourself. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Buenas tardes, Eduardo. ¿Cómo estás? Muy bien, tú. Bien, gracias. Eh, Eduardo, pues mira, tocaste hace un momento el tema, pero me gustaría que profundices un poco en Prácticamente, en las últimas semanas, el LAFC ha vivido su primera gran crisis, digamos, y, entre comillas, gran crisis, ¿no? Han sido un par de, de resultados uh, adversos. Pero en la joven historia del equipo nunca habían tenido una racha, digamos, tan negativa como esta. Eh, ¿Qué es lo que debe aprender este equipo de esta racha? Uh, un equipo acostumbrado a estar en los primeros puestos, a, a dominar los partidos, como ya lo mencionaste, pero ¿qué es lo que se debe de aprender de estos uh, malos momentos para para crecer?
4: Pues mira, la verdad hay que sacarle el jugo, el mayor jugo posible a, a estos momentos, porque eh, pienso, pierdes a, a Carlos eh, titular siempre eh, me perdiste también que venía jugando siempre entonces es, es obvio que son en dos posiciones unas unas pérdidas grandes para un equipo que lleva varias temporadas jugando con Con, la, pues, con, con casi la misma base en la nómina. Después, jugadores que llegan eh, su primer año, después de una para tan larga, son cosas que influyen en, 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 digamos, haber perdido esos partidos, pero pero el jugo se saca en que es bueno que ahora, que sabemos que si en algún momento se pierden jugadores importantes, los que están ahí eh, como alternativas tienen que estar en a disposición y, y, y pues ya tienen la experiencia de que cuando les toque pues tienen que dar lo mejor de sí y esta es una es una gran prueba para ellos para para que saquen adelante eh, pues el equipo para que logren engranar en, en lo que quiere Bob en lo que quiere el, el cuerpo técnico y, y eso es lo complicado, eso es lo difícil y, y de eso se trata, de, de saber entenderlo y si fuera fácil yo creo que cualquier equipo Eh, jugaría como nosotros a intentar dominar. Es difícil cuando pierdes dos jugadores y ellos están eh, esforzándose para para lograr engranar y ser eficientes en, en el mismo modelo de juego. Gracias.
2: Our last question for Edward, we have Salvador Perez. Salvador, go ahead and unmute yourself.
6: Thank you. Edward, ¿cómo estás? Te soy Perez de México espero estés muy bien. Oye, Edward, eh, quería preguntarte dos cosas. La primera, eh, hablabas un poco del tema de, de lo complicado que ha sido para ti por el tema del regreso, por el tema de la lesión, pero hablando en el, en el panorama, hablando para lo que viene por el AFC, vienen cuatro partidos que serán duros para este equipo, por el tema de viajes, y por el tema de regreso. ¿Cuánto tiempo visualizas tú para poder encontrarte en tu mejor versión y que obviamente pueda ser considerado de arranque por Bob Bradley en este el AFC. Y también un poco de la situación deportiva del equipo. Ya ganaron contra Portland Timbers, pero venían estos resultados negativos que estaba teniendo el equipo. ¿Qué tiene que pasar para que el AFC pueda corregir
4: esta situación? De... Gracias, Eduardo. Eh, no, pues primero, para estar al 100%, todo depende de, de ir llevando los minutos de una manera ascendente, de una manera controlada para que la lesión no, no vaya para atrás. Al, al, al haber sido una lesión por un, por un golpe, eh, es diferente a una contractura, es diferente a un músculo, es más eh, del estrés que le puedes ir dando eh, y el cansancio que le puedes ir dando al pie. Entonces, hay que llevarlo eh, de a poco. Eh, obviamente, si me voy sintiendo me, mejor cada partido, si el próximo partido ya me siento a 100% y puedo dar un poco más eh, y en el tercer un poco más, pues volveré más rápido de lo previsto, pero eh, todo está en ir viendo cómo me voy sintiendo y, y sin afán el recuperarme bien para no retroceder semanas en la recuperación. Respecto a a lo que dices de los partidos que siguen, pues también es 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 bueno ser una alternativa, es bueno estar eh, para cuando los muchachos se cansen porque son partidos muy seguidos, eh, entonces debo estar ahí eh, preparado para para cuando tenga que dar la mano eh, y pues eso es lo que tengo que hacer en estos momentos, ¿me recuerda la, la última pregunta que me hiciste?
6: Te preguntaba, te preguntaba del tema de, de la secuencia de los partidos y todo eso. ¿Qué que, que es lo que tiene que pasar para que la LFC pueda retomar ese camino que tanto se espera por esta situación que está atravesando el equipo?
4: Ya, ¿no? Pues... Eh, primero pasamos de un partido en el que jugamos muy mal, eh, como el primer clásico. Pienso que no logramos encontrar bien nuestro fútbol, nos sentimos muy erráticos, probablemente por el mismo... Eh, el mismo horario de, de ese partido, pero pues después nuestro fútbol fue mejorando, ha ido mejorando y, y los muchachos pues están esforzando al máximo para después de tantos cambios que, que hemos tenido por lesiones, por X o Y motivos, pues tratar de ser lo más eficientes para que vuelvan a engranar todo y para que todo empiece a trabajar eficientemente como lo estábamos haciendo antes y como hemos jugado estas temporadas.
2: Thank you. That will be all for
1: Edward today. Thank you, Edward. Thanks for everybody's
2: patience. We will be joined shortly by LAFC's Mark Anthony Kaye. Reminder, if anybody has a question, please use the raise your hand
1: button and I'll do my best to get everybody's questions in. Thank you. Lauren.
2: Hi, how are you? Yeah. Thank you everybody. Now we're joined by LAFC's Mark Anthony K. to start. Then uh, we can't can you, hear you. Can, you. can you guys hear me?
0: Anyway,
2: can you hear me?
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: there All we right, go. Great. We're now joined by LAFC's Mark Anthony Kay. Um Mark, why don't you start by telling us a couple of things. Um, one how it felt just getting back on on the pitch last game, and you know confidence moving past that after the middle the middle was flowing a little better than it has, and then just talk about the general confidence you guys um, can take into next game after just getting this getting a win out of the way.
0: Yeah, so obviously it's always exciting to be back right on the field. Um, you know, there's there's multiple circumstances that can off the field, whether it be injury or team selection or, in my case, suspension. So, obviously, uh, you know, that's a self-punishment and a punishment to the, to the team for my actions. So, I just wanted to get back and, you know, show the team that they can count on me and, um, you know, help the team get an important win. Um, obviously, you know, our midfield is a key part of who we are as a, as a club, um, you know, the way we play our football. Block goes through the midfield, so it's really important to get uh, those guys in there clicking, and whatever I can do to help uh, facilitate that, I'm I'm always on board for it. Um, In the last game, I think we did pretty well. Uh, It's a big win, obviously, because Portland's a very good team, and I think it just gives uh, some more confidence to to the
2: group uh, going into the remainder of the games that we just need to build on. Appreciate it, Mark. First question to Josue Lopez. Josue, go ahead and unmute yourself.
0: Hey, Mark!
5: Congratulations on a great comeback, not only in the field but also with a goal. How do you plan to maintain such level of confidence?
0: Yeah, we just have to look back at the game and see what we did well, and understand that it was probably uh, you know the basics that we've been working on all the time in the training ground. And, uh, I think we have good ideas and we have good players and. You know sometimes maybe some bounces didn't go our way, so we. It's it's important to get wins like this so that your head doesn't drop too low, but also we can't get too high right now. We need to continue to have a consistent performances. Thanks,
2: Mark. Thank you. And next question to Edward Kawich. Edward, go ahead and unmute yourself.
5: Hi, Mark. Uh, thank you for doing this, uh, Mark. Um. Do you think this year's team can reach um, the level, a level similar to the one they had last year? And then do you think you guys are going to have enough time or games to do that?
0: Um, I think our team this year, we have a great group of players. Uh, obviously, there's been different challenges this season that we that we didn't face last year. So it's hard to compare the, the two. But uh, Obviously, last year, we've set the bar very high, and we always want to, you know, at least hit that bar or reach higher. So, uh, yeah, it's a a good task for the guys to to try and continue to push the standards, but uh, I don't think we necessarily are looking at comparing the two seasons because this one's completely different, and we just need to take a game by game.
5: Thank you.
2: Thank you. And last question for Mark from Enrique. Enrique, go ahead and unmute yourself.
5: There we are. Uh, thank you for doing this. Um, can you talk a little bit about um, the midfield as a block, as a unit, now that um, Eduard was gone for a couple of weeks because of the injury, and we had a chance to see a little bit more of a Sifu, and we had seen already uh, Pancho Ginella played uh, a few games as well. So, can you talk a little bit about uh, the midfield unit as a whole with, with all these uh, different players coming in and out?
0: Yeah, I think uh, over the years at the club, we've established um, that we want uh, the team to revolve around the center of the park. So, you know, with uh, how we've grown as a club, we've been adding... More and more pieces there, and I think uh, it's only a matter of time until everything starts clicking very well. We've got a lot of talented players, and you know the way we play is very detail oriented, and it takes time. So uh, these guys have been progressing very well, and it'll only keep getting better with more games. Um, obviously, it's important that Edward is coming back. Um, he's a key uh, focal point to how we play. So uh, whenever you can get an important player like back, like that back, it helps everyone. Um, and the guys around him just beat off of him, including myself. And yeah, the, the midfield unit is very important and it'll continue
5: to get better. So I was wondering as well, um, as far as communication, they are mostly South American. Uh, most, of the, most of the guys, uh, except Latif and yourself, uh, is the communication... In English, do you guys also speak a little bit Spanish? How how do you guys communicate in that in that sense? I know they they all learn in English and they're learning the language, but is there any Spanish uh, that you're learning as well?
0: I am learning Spanish. Um, I don't use it much on the field. Um, you know, soccer is a a world sport, football, right? So language is uh, not always a barrier in football, and we figure out ways to to not let it impede us. But, uh, yeah, they're doing a good job learning English. And, again, it's just understanding the way we play and knowing where you want certain players to be and where your teammates are supposed to be to support you. Sometimes you don't even need to talk. But, uh, no, the communication is there. Thank you. Thank you.
2: And that'll be it for our today um just wanted to remind everybody that we will be sending recordings of this afterwards and please reach out at lafcpr at LAFC.com if you don't receive these thanks a lot and have a great day
5: thank you ben. thank you thank
2: you so much
1: thank you